Hey y'all, it's your girl Shelby. Thank you for listening in on Secure Sessions with moi, Shelby Jamise. Um, this is my first podcast, so this is going to be very informal. I'm not even going to be like, you know, ah, like fancifying it, all that stuff. I'm really just pushing out so much material for the sake of choosing joy in this season. So that's kind of what I wanted to talk about this whole notion of choosing joy, even in the midst of um, depression, in the midst of uh, just overall mental anguish, right? Um, so I just recently released a project entitled Leap, and it's a 21-day Advent devotional. I announced it um, a few days ago now, and I did not expect the response that I got, um, which is like crazy to me because it's just crazy to me because everything just happened all at once, and I just really feel like I'm in a space to just push out a lot of babies right now, a lot of spiritual babies, which kind of talks about what um, the main theme or the main scripture, thematic scripture for that project was, which was Luke chapter one. And we have the story of Elizabeth and Mary and Mary goes greet Elizabeth. And at the mere greeting of, or at the mere greeting, um, from Mary, the baby within Elizabeth began to leap like the baby leapt. <laughs> and it's so crazy because um, I just feel like I'm in this position to now be uh, to be Mary, if that makes sense, to be a person that allows the Holy Spirit to overshadow them and to bring joy and good tithings to all people who are willing to listen, because I truly believe that God is really calling us to take on great leaps of faith in this hour. And sometimes it just takes an encouraging word from a friend, a loved one, a stranger, um, whatever. Like it, sometimes it takes some type of unction or some type of push to just really, you know, push people to be their best selves, even in the midst of them being introduced to really bad situations, right? So I kind of just wanted to briefly reflect over the fact that I am days away from um, celebrating my mom's or commemorating rather, celebrating, commemorating, honoring um, my mom's death anniversary, right? So December 19th, 2020 will mark five years since she has transitioned from earth. And it's crazy to think about because that number five just has so much meaning to me. Um, granted, because the biblical um, meaning of the number five is grace. So I truly believe that God has graced me <laughs> these last five years. Um, or I had to grapple rather with the grace of God, um, in particular with dealing with the loss of my mom. And I just think it's so profound Oh my gosh, it's so profound that this is the fifth year since she has transitioned, given that this whole world is in like is going through a pandemic. And the reason why I think it's profound is because while I lost my mom, it's actually crazy. While I lost my mom, I say this story a lot, um, but I probably will give an in-depth view of that story later. But 
when I lost my mom, God really said, Shelby, like before the doctors came and announced that my mom was gone, um, it was a sudden transition. And I talk about this on a Facebook live post um, entitled The Chronicles of a Surviving Daughter. Um, so please go watch it, especially if you're one who is dealing with the loss of a parent. Um, I think it's beneficial. But while I lost my mom or right before I lost my mom or right before it was confirmed to me that I lost my mom, um, God told me, he said, Shelby, I took your mom away from you to enhance your ministry. So in the moment, I'm just like, I'm saying both yes and I'm saying no. I'm saying a yes that was hard to like, you know, release and hard to give out because like your mom, like nobody wants to lose their mom at the age of 18. Like nobody wants to lose their mom when they're young. So I, I feel for people who lose their mom, particularly those or those children and um people who lose their parents, especially at a younger age. It's just something, it just brings a whole different dynamic while you're going through the maturation of life. And it's just like, ah, uh, like I, I really feel for anyone that loses their parent, especially at a younger age. It, it just, it's just something different. Like I can't really begin to tell you how different life is after you lose such a vital part um, of your whole existence. Right. So, yeah, I say all that to say, like, I just feel like God is finally showing me why he took my mom away from me. And this pandemic has kind of been or given me a glimpse of why he took my mom away from me. Um, while I can send sympathetic and empathetic messages to people who have lost a, their loved ones, because a lot of us have lost loved ones this year alone, due to a virus, you get what I'm saying, due to a pandemic um, offered through coronavirus, but also the pandemic of racism, the pandemic of fear, like a lot of people have died by suicide. A lot of people have died by um, just, you know, a lot of things. Um, and I think corona is the cause of a lot of the reasons why we have lost a lot of loved ones, even if it wasn't, you know, necessarily corona that took them out of here. Um, indirectly or directly, all of us have been impacted by Corona in some way, shape or form. All of us have at least um, grieved this year, whether you grieve the fact that you are not moving in this normal space or you are not going to places like you used to just because you know you wanted to like no like all of us all of us excuse me have grieved some type of um or we have grieved and we have lost some type of thing whether it's a person whether it's a sense of like hope yeah whether it's a sense of confidence in ourselves in our jobs um we've lost that a lot of us have lost that and a lot of us have been in this place of just trying to reclaim it. Right. Um, I know I have been so definitely in the beginning of 2020, I found myself doing just that reclaiming those things that I've lost and God kind of exposed those things that I needed to work on. Um, he exposed those fears that I had that honestly stemmed from losing my mom that I didn't even know I had. Um, and I just felt like this year is a year of exposure, both externally and internally. Um, as we see, we are being well aware of like things that have been going on within our churches, within our country um, at large or just even individual or interpersonally. 
um, that, you know, that needs to be pruned, that needs to be changed, that needs to be shifted. So I just think that while 2020 has been a very challenging year, we cannot dismiss the fact that 2020 has been a year that has exposed those areas that we need to work on as a country, as a people, as individuals, as families, as um, loved ones, like you know what I'm saying? Like 2020 has been a blessing in a sense of that we have learned a lot of valuable lessons that I think will um, overall uh, impact our growth as individuals. So, yeah, I just say all that to say um, this is kind of just like an opening introduction podcast of like I am really praying for those individuals who have lost loved ones Um Grief can grapple you like grief will hit you. (laughs) Depression can hit you. Depression is so real, but God is so much realer. Even um, even in the midst of my own bouts of depression and bouts of just low self-esteem, lack of confidence, anxiety, all this stuff. God has been the one that has gotten me out of those places. Um, but I will say God grants us resources for a reason, right? Um, we serve a wonderful counselor. So that counseling spirit is something that God really, um, enhances and he advocates for, right? So please, 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 if you are like me, um, you don't really share a lot. Um, you don't really share a lot of like what's going on with you. I, I really admonish all of us, including myself to really go to a trusted individual and to really talk um, about what is concerning you. Like there is healing in just talking. There is healing in and reconciliation in just having a space where you can just let it all out. Right. And I always say that God gives us the permission to process our emotions so that we won't be overwhelmed by them because the bible says be angry but sin not so we do have to understand that there are times in which we should be angry and we should be sad and we should be grieving and we should um feel and understand and acknowledge that we are feeling anxious like there's nothing wrong with acknowledging that you are not okay the problem that comes in is when we stop acknowledging how we are truly feeling naturally and we allow that to overtake us and we succumb to those feelings and allow those feelings to become our God, like, or our motivation on living life and how we do life and what we do in our life, right? So we do have to be careful. And I think the main way to combat that is honestly through counseling, through prayer, through um, reading the word of God. And I know that this is something that takes effort. It takes effort on our part to fight for our healing. But our healing is our responsibility, no matter what or how, um, how we became unhealed, which is a hard truth. No matter how we became unhealed, it's unfortunate to say it like this, but our healing is our responsibility. Um, so with that, I do recognize that it takes effort to be healed. It takes effort to want to be healed. It takes us meeting God halfway, as well as those resources that God has placed within our lives halfway to really ask for help. Um, 
because we understand that pride cometh before the fall. That's in the Bible as well. So we have to understand we cannot be prideful in our own pain. My goodness, we cannot be prideful in pain. We have to understand that God has granted us the um, ability to be around at least one person that can take on um, just our heart and hearing our heart in that hour. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's my prayer that if you're listening to this, you will really have a community around you that can talk with you, that can pray with you, that can really listen to what is going on with you um, so that ultimately you can buy into being healed, set free and delivered and delivered. Excuse me. Deliverance is a daily process. It's, it should be your daily bread. So, again, we have to wake up with the full intention that I'm going to live. Wake up with the full intention that you're going to survive. And when it's time to push past surviving and just living, then that's when you can figure out steps to take it from just living or merely living and merely surviving to thriving. Um, but of course, we'll talk about that when time comes, when the time comes. So with that being said, I love y'all much. And I just pray that God will give you the wherewithal to ask for strength through him, to ask for the strength that only he can provide. Um, I just pray that if you're listening to this, that you um, get, get and receive safe spaces within people, places, things, um, within healthy habits that can ultimately benefit you and make your healing um, an attainable one. So yeah, with that being said, just remain secure in the fact that God loves you and he will never put more on you than you can bear. But even while you're in the bearing process, may you understand that he has been made strong for your weak moments. And um, may he just overshadow you with love and may you bask in the love that is unconditional, always omniscient and omnipresent. And that love is within Jesus. Amen. Love y'all much.